So you want to be a real estate investor, but where do you start? How do you know what information and sources to trust? That's where I come in. I'm Johnny Catani, and this is the Investor Relations Real Estate Podcast. Hey guys, real quick, before we start, go to investwithkatani.com and download my free ebook, Is Commercial Real Estate Recession Proof? Now to today's show. What's up guys and welcome to another episode of the Investor Relations Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and I'm joined today by Ed Osborne. Ed is the VP of Investments at Spartan Investment Group. And if you've been listening, you know that we've had a few of the Spartans on and uh, we always get a lot of value from them. So Ed, welcome to the show. Ah, thank you very much. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Love to have you. Uh, we had a great offline conversation. Um, you guys obviously are on an absolute roll right now, um, which I love to see. Um, very inspiring, but um, kind of take us back to the beginning. You know, what were you doing before this and, and what, what led you here? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, most of my career has been in uh, construction development in one manner or another. Uh, previously, I was with a, a building manufacturer and ran their uh, business development and corporate accounts group. So uh, if you've ever been in a Costco, every Costco in the world uh, was uh, came out of my group. So oh, a wow. lot of a uh, lot of big, uh, big multinational development, did a lot of Coke work in um, Coca-Cola work in uh, uh, Indonesia, China. Uh, Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Uh, <laughs> Not so in Colombia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I've done a lot of uh, uh, multi-site development work kind of worldwide. Um, and then just kind of started talking to Scott and Ryan and, uh, you know, their culture and everything that is Spartan uh, really drew me to, uh, to come over here and uh, work in the investment group. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, they have a very incredible culture over there, which uh, not not hard to uh, pick up on pretty quickly. Everyone's on board with the mission, um, which I love because you guys are, like I said, um, really cruising through. So uh, your VP of investments, uh, talk to us about, you know, what that entails and your role over there. Yeah, absolutely. So as VP of investments, I kind of uh, focus on new investors, uh, getting them understanding what we're doing, what we're offering, uh, and then working with them through the process of becoming investors. So that's, you know, out doing a lot of uh, um, coming up, doing a lot of speaking engagements, doing a lot of, you know, stuff like we're doing today uh, to, to meet new investors uh, in educate them on who Spartan is uh, as much as what we do, who Spartan is, you know, the, as you talked about our values and stuff like that, I think a lot of people want to align themselves with a, a company like Spartan. And then, you know, we can talk about the, the, the metrics and all the stuff their investments are going to get into, but really my job is to uh, ingrain them into the Spartan culture and uh, help them through the investment process. And then, uh, you know, move on to the next, uh, next group. I love it. That's awesome. Um, it certainly is, uh, very much about who you're investing with, uh, which I've noticed, right. Because certainly at least right now in the market and we could, we're starting to see a shift, uh, not really in, in commercial real estate by, by shift. I mean, the stock market's absolutely plummeting, but, um, you know, yes, interest rates are on the rise, which is affecting us. So I think we'll see some differences there. But ultimately, what I'm getting at is that a lot of the returns are, are similar operator to operator. 
Um, and so it's very important that we, you know, establish, like you said, values and investors, I think, and you can speak to this, probably invest based on that more than, more than the returns. Yeah. And I, uh, one of the things that really drew me to Spartan is if you talk to some of our previous investors, we've really tried to create a family type environment that, you know, you are as an investor, part of the Spartan family, part of the Spartan team. You know, we, we spend a lot of time and effort in you know, every time you invest in a project, we send you a challenge coin for that project. Um, you know, one of our uh, founders, Scott, our CEO is, is a military guy. So the challenge coin is, is very much in his line of, uh, of work. Um, we, we send birthday gifts and, and a card and um, then yearly send out a, you know, some swag and all that kind of stuff. So it's really to get you involved with Spartan. Um, it's not just an investment, it's, you know, a relationship. And, and I think we, uh, we go the extra mile trying to establish that relationship. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I mean, this is a relationship game, right? It's, it's really all about who you know and, and nurturing those relationships. And I know you guys are huge on, um, you know, obviously new investors are great, but it's so important to nurture those and to have repeat investors and take care of those that have, have already invested, um, you know, in the group. So what are some, I guess, a two-part question, what, what are probably like the top two ways that that investors find you guys, maybe top three ways, and then, you know, kind of your approach to nurturing new investors and, and, and keeping them. Yeah. Funny. I was just doing some work on this yesterday. Uh, you know, we do all of the, all the stuff you would normally do, you know, the social media and the people coming in through the website and webinars and, you know, obviously a lot of uh, in-person type stuff as much as we can. Uh, but the number one way people get to us is referrals. Um, you know, you've got your buddy invested and he tells you about it, uh, that that's almost 70% of how we, you know, we spend, spend money to get, you know, leads in the door, but it's honestly to what we just talked about nurturing those people that we have, because if you're doing well and with us, you're going to tell somebody else that you're doing well with us. And, you know, so it's kind of that telephone game. You tell somebody, you tell somebody, you tell somebody, and that's, um, the bulk of, of how we get 90% of our investors are invested in multiple projects uh, or properties. Um, and then the normal stuff, you know, the social media and, and we have a, a, a decent sized um, investor relations team that does a lot of outreach and um, just burning the phones up, trying to find the next great Spartan investor. Absolutely. I love it. That's awesome. So uh, along those lines, what are you finding is investor sentiment currently as, as you talk to new investors? Um, you know, obviously referral, they at least are aware of, you know, what you guys are doing. Uh, are you finding a lot of people had no idea what self, you know, that self-storage was what it is and, and what it can be in terms of an investment or people familiar with it? you know, kind of touch on some of those things. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say we probably have two, especially the new incoming investors, we've probably got two, um, uh, two personas. So we say one is a pretty savvy investor and, and has an understanding of uh, syndications and are probably in multifamily and maybe some office or, you know, whatever the case is. The other side of it is people trying to get out of the market as quickly as possible um, that really don't have an understanding of the space. Uh, I tell you the honest truth. I didn't have an understanding of this space, not all that long ago. And I'm kicking myself that I spent so much time, you know, uh, buying stocks and bonds 
when it could have been uh, you know, buying other things, uh, hard, tangible both. assets. Um, so really my job is to, uh, the savvy investor, I mean, I can show them what, you know, our cash flow is and what our equity multipliers, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. And they understand it. But the other side of it is the people that don't understand it, know there's a better place to put their money, but don't can't really grasp it. So it's the education part of it. And um, that's something that we do here at Spartan through, you know, monthly meetups in our office and just have an education topic and have them come in, sit down and learn about the yield curve or, you know, whatever we're discussing that, uh, that first Friday of every month, first Friday, every month, Spartan office, Seattle. Um, Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, Not that shameless, but um, (laughs) getting people to understand, you know, just, just a piece of it. And then, you know, put those pieces together. And, and that uh, ultimately is, is what we're trying to get. Cause yeah, there's a lot of places you can put your money, but uh, understanding why you're putting it there or why it should be there, I think is awfully important. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more that that education piece is so, so important because, you know, of course, every once in a while, a investor will come through, Hey, I've got a hundred thousand dollars. I'm putting it with you. I know you guys do well, right? And like, you know, you, the education portion isn't as important. Um, and those are fun, the, the old lay down. Um, but uh, on the, so you have the sophisticated investor, which, you know, is obviously one conversation, probably focus a little bit more on, you know, how you're reaching your returns and your strategy. And then you, like you mentioned the other side, which is a little bit more on education do you guys have like an average time frame that the other side, the education piece kind of sits before they invest or is it kind of vary? Yeah, it's a, it varies. Um, it, it, it depends on you know, like right now <laughs> with the markets just doing what they're doing. It, it's probably a little accelerated if, if they have asset or uh, I'm sorry, access to, you know, liquid cash. Uh, but a lot of times you're having to divest and, and get, that capital you know, redistributed. So yeah, it really varies, but I would say it's definitely uptick to a little bit quicker here in the, uh, <laughs> in the last, you know, few months anyway, but um, normally, and, you know, quite honestly, I, I don't, I mean, we will take your money as quickly as you want to give it to you, but I want you to be as comfortable as you can possibly be with where it's going. So, I mean, we're not, hard sell. We're not, we, we have a value, uh, that if we can align that with a need, then that's fantastic. Absolutely. I love that. That's, that's really great insight because, um, again, going back, that's how that person's going to become a repeat investor, right? When they feel like yeah. they're taken care of. And, and despite the fact that they just want to invest, um, you know, still treating them like, like you said, like family. Um, so, I think you kind of touched on it, but is there any more to investor sentiment currently with uh, the way that, you know, the stock market and things are going? Yeah. I, well, just it, I, I've watched my uh, retirement go down the tubes here in the last little bit. And I'm sure, you know, everybody I talk to on a daily basis, but you know, what, what we are offering, you know, and, and what the syndication network is offering is a piece of something, you know, you, you own an equity stake and your share is worth, you know, 0.1 percent of a property. So it's tangible. And I think people are looking for something tangible to hold on to right now, because 
the stock market is not tangible. It's, uh, you know, it's whims and it's fears and it's all the other things that uh, aren't generally going to affect real estate. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, I, what I'm noticing, and, and of course, you know, when, when you're in this, your network becomes a lot of these, you know, these uh, investors and people who are already familiar with it and everything, but I'm really starting to see, I think more, um, then in the past, a lot of people really just being done with the stock market with, you know, I mean, crypto's gotten crushed now too. And, mm -hmm. you know, before crypto was this thing where it's like, oh no, this has, you know, this is totally separate. It's decentralized, but now all of a sudden it tracks a lot like the stock market. And it's like, well, how decentralized is it really, you know? Yeah. Um, and so you're seeing a lot of people like really trying to figure out where what else is out there turns out you know real estate's been here for for a long time and has truly created that wealth um i'm sure as as you guys are seeing so now you guys have the fund mm -hmm. um are what what is it like in terms of that education and helping investors understand how that operates and, and why you guys have taken that approach yeah so as you know previously we had always raised for every individual project. Uh, last year, I think we bought 44 individual properties. Like two of those were in um, a portfolio, I think a 19 uh, property portfolio and a, maybe a nine, but still that's, that's a lot of raising individually and it's, it's hair on fire and it's, you know, you got to get it done because you got to close on a certain date. But as I talked about, most of our investors, 90% uh, are in more than one deal. Uh, so, you know, we've got investors that are in 10 or 11, 12 deals that are getting 10 or 11, 12 K-1s every year. That also means we have to do 10, 11, 12 K-1s times however many. So from a back office standpoint, the fund for us made a ton of sense because that'll be one K-1 per investor. Uh, for our investors, we think it makes a lot of sense because if you are going to invest in multiple projects uh, or multiple properties, uh, the, that, that is exactly what the fund is. Uh, so what the fund does is it probably takes out the low a little bit, lends to maybe a little higher upside. Um, and we would also get a lot of questions, you know, should I invest in this property or this property? And, you know, generally speaking, we underwrite them the same. We're trying to buy the same property over and over again. It's a value add that we can come in to implement our business plan. Um, so we kind of just decided that pick the jockey, not the horse and let the, the due diligence that we do, and you know, we talk about our 700 point due diligence checklist and we fly around and we mystery shop and all that kind of stuff that you as a retail investor can't do that and certainly can't do that on the 1400 deals that we looked at last year to buy the 44 that we Jeez. bought. Um, so we know what we're doing. We have a pretty good track record, you know, just jump in with us and uh, uh, enjoy the ride and, you know, truly be a passive investor on, you know, we're trying to buy between 60 and 80 properties this year with, uh, with the fund. And um, we've, we've got a track record, just let us do our job and you do yours, which is cash and checks, hopefully. Right. Absolutely. And is it a monthly or quarterly distribution? Uh, monthly. Oh, wow. Even nice. Yeah. Starting to see more monthly uh, distributions um, start to, to come about. Um, is that, uh, I assume due to investors liking that more or I think we kind of looked at it that, you know, we are every, 
Scott, Ryan, Ben, you know, everybody that's uh, uh, senior management um, uh, executive at Spartan are investors and in, in other things. And they just looked at what they liked. And, you know, I like a monthly as opposed to quarterly. It just, it, it, it keeps you in tune to what you're invested in, I think. Um, along with all of our, you know, we have monthly communications and quarterly communications and all that kind of stuff. But just, you know, checking your bank account once a month, I think it really keeps you in tune to what you're doing and people seem to like it. <laughs> I mean, I like when money comes into my bank account every month for sure. So I can definitely, uh, definitely understand that um, for sure. So uh, the fund is uh, a value add fund, correct? So this is going to be all acquiring um, already in place properties. Uh, will you guys continue to develop as well? Uh, not with this fund, but yeah, we, right. we um, uh, with a different vehicle, um, you know, we are just finished up our black diamond property last year. That's getting leased up right now. That was an out of ground development up here in Washington. Uh, we are just, I think about two weeks away from getting our temporary CO on our Sandy, Oregon, uh, out of ground development, greenfield development there on building one, there's three buildings. So we're going to get temporary CO on uh, first building here in about two weeks. So yeah, no, I mean, we, we have uh, our own construction company, Spartan construction management that uh, allows us to do that, but uh, being a value added fund, it's, it's just not the uh, out of, you know, greenfield development and value adder are two different investors with two different timelines. So um, we will open a different vehicle if we're going to go out of ground. Makes perfect sense. And so kind of along that line, what is that conversation like with investors in determining, you know, whether or not the fund is best for them or maybe both or one or the other? Uh, yeah, it's just really what their goals are. Um, if you want to cash flow, um, new construction's not it for you you know it's 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 18 months it's two years of uh, nothing and then then you got to lease it up and then you're you know it might take you a year to get it leased up and uh, into making money on it so it's it's uh they could be the same investor with two different you know diverse uh, diversification goals but generally speaking it's uh you know there's higher upside to new construction um but it's a lo much longer time frame to cash flow awesome i love that so as um, is anything changing with the, uh, you know, kind of the interest rates and everything, anything changing in your guys's thesis strategy, anything like that? Everything's changing and it's changing quickly, but you know, uh, uh, interest rates affect us all. Uh, we, we generally speak about generally, we always are very, very conservative on our underwriting, but uh, we have a pretty large acquisitions team that is out pounding. Like I said, we looked at 1400 deals to buy 44 last year. I, I think those numbers are close. Um, you know, so we're trying to buy off market deals, stuff that don't get to the brokers yet. And if we can buy them below market, the interest rates are, are not as big of a concern as they would be if, uh, you know, we're buying them at top of the market and, so everything that we're looking at right now, we're closing on three properties, uh, a two property portfolio in Kentucky and a one property in um, North Carolina here in the next 30 to 45 days. Um, and, and with the interest rates we've got, the business plan works on them. So, and then we've got another large portfolio we're under LOI on in the Southeast that everything right now is, is still trending to... Uh, to look good regardless, well, not regardless, but where we're seeing interest rates right now, it, it still fits our business plan. Awesome. I love that. Um, you mentioned, you know, last year, 44 acquisitions, roughly 28 or 30 of those 
we're, we're in a portfolio of divided bunch too. Are you um, changing your focus to try to find portfolios or are you willing to just look at everything? I mean, obviously portfolios are more ideal because get more, but um, is it, are you shifting your focus towards more portfolios as you guys are growing and able to easily, you know, raise and, and acquire these? No, I, I, we will look at anything. We, we've identified 154 MSAs that we are just banging the, banging the phone lines uh, to anybody and everybody that will listen to us, whether it's a portfolio or a, just a one-off mom and pop. We want to look at everything. Um, not everything's going to fit. So uh, you got to look at a lot of things to find the right fit. And um, that's, that's what uh, Tyler and his team and acquisitions do all day long, every day is, is just evaluate. And, uh, and that's the great thing about the fund is it allows us uh, a lot of optionality that, you know, we, when you're looking one off, you don't necessarily have. So having the, 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 the weight of the fund behind you, gets you, or gives you the ability to look at different things in different ways. Uh, so it's, it's kind of cool from that perspective. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Really. Um, the capital is pretty much like already there. So it's, you know, I guess probably makes you a little more nimble and, and uh, you know, in the underwriting, your cost of capital is less and, and different things like that. And as you know, the, the storage space has gotten a little bit more competitive here over the last year or two. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the other, you know, we own 59 properties now and we're getting to a size that, uh, you know, banks know who we are and institutions know who we are and they want to do business with us. And, um, you know, that's been a big change in the last few years is our, our size and our reputation has has really allowed us to form relationships that, uh, you know, we probably didn't have a few years ago. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, makes perfect sense, right? You guys have all the, all the pieces in place. Um, and, and certainly, you know, at least from my perspective, obviously one of the, the top players in this space uh, I enjoyed, I picked Ryan's brain um, back at uh, best ever mm-hmm. Um about some deals here. It sounds like uh, interested in the Utah market. So um, I think actually Ben and I are going to schedule a call and uh, discuss some things because uh, it's been in my backyard for about 15 years. But um, anyway, as we kind of wrap up here, mm-hmm. um, you know, what is it that, you know, what, what, what does the future kind of hold for you guys as you move forward? You know, you mentioned the, the structure for a $500 million company, then eventually that will turn to a billion, you know, is there plans past that? You know, what, what does that look like? Yeah. You know, I specifically, I don't know what that looks like, but um, what, what we are building at Spartan, what Scott and Ryan and Ben's vision is, is a company that can support, whatever comes next and, and you know it's storage right now and i think we're pretty good at storage and it's not going to change anytime soon but we've we're building an infrastructure from a construction company to a property management company uh you know building out the um the marketing aspect and the accounting aspect you know building out all of the uh um building the infrastructure of a company that can support whatever is next, you know, I, what that is, I don't know, but, uh, it, it's done pretty well where we're at right now. And I, I imagine it will do, uh, pretty well moving forward into whatever that is. Absolutely. How long have you been with Spartan? Uh, like 91 days. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you're brand new. Yeah. So but what, I'm, uh, so I'm, you just I'm, jumped on a rocket ship. That's just like, pew. 
Yep, absolutely. I think they were there were 80 employees when I started and there's like 90 some odd employees now. So, so your pants have been on fire for 91 days, basically. Yeah. If I had hair, it'd be on fire too. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. So did you know anything about self-storage at all before you you came into this? Yeah. It's funny when I was uh, um, interviewing with Ryan and Scott for the executive interview, um, they started talking about storage and I, I hadn't really connected the dots of Spartan and storage hundred percent. 20 years ago, I was the regional sales manager for a metal building company and uh, we built self storages. So I've probably built 150 self storages, uh, never owned or operated, but yeah, I'd been in this space a little bit and understood the, I had done many, many pro formas to, to show how great they were to potential owners. Oh, good. So that, okay. That makes sense then. So it was, a bit, a little bit easier transition than to just come in and have to learn on the fly and and uh, grow the team. So that's awesome. Well, uh, we're winding down here, but I've got five questions I ask all of my guests. Uh, it's the final five. So first question: uh, best advice you've gotten from a mentor? Best advice I've gotten for a mentor: uh, observe more and talk less. Gosh, I love that. It's important. Uh, what is it about your career that makes you feel like you're fulfilling your why? Um, you, most of my career has been in construction of some sort and some pretty cool construction. Um, you know, I've done a lot of stuff, uh, can't really talk about for the military and stuff like that. But, uh, when you get up and you can drive down the road and you can point and say, I did that anywhere, well, anywhere in the world almost, uh, I think that's pretty cool because it's tangible. It's something you're leaving behind. Awesome. I love that. That's so cool. Uh, favorite non-real estate or investment related book? Oh, goodness. Um, not real estate. So I just, and a part of one, one of the, um, um, it's my, my new favorite book is um, uh, the Netflix story. No rules, rules. It's kind of how you create. And it's actually a Spartan has a lot of these principles, but uh, we don't have rules. We've just got principles. And uh, if you live those principles, you can't really be wrong. Wow. I love that. That's powerful. Uh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, I think you got to fly, don't you? I mean, yes. just sake of time. Absolutely. 1000%. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Last one. What's the best way for uh, people to get a hold of you and uh, learn more? Uh, you can email me directly at ed at spartan-investors.com. Uh, go to our website, spartan-investors.com, or uh, um, I guess that would be the two ways. Awesome. I love it. Ed, thank you so much for all of your uh, insight and perspective. Uh, you guys are really doing great work over there. I know I've said that a thousand times to all of you, but uh, it's really inspirational. So thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It was great being on with you. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Listen, guys, I know it's cliche, but please don't forget to like, subscribe, please leave a review. Would love to know what you guys think of the episodes. And while you're here still listening, don't forget to go to investwithkatani.com and download my free ebook, Is Commercial Real Estate Recession Proof? Thanks so much.